morning and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. I took yesterday off and just tried to get some things done in preparation for my move. I had a headache yesterday, unfortunately, so that kind of stymied some of my ability to get things done, but nonetheless, I managed to get some things done. Today, we are returning to our book, Molly and Grania, The Seven Foot Long Dog by Gail Nodestein, and we will be reading chapter five. And again, you can find this book on Amazon. Um, There's a paperback copy, a hardback copy, and of course, the e-book version. You can also go to vgd.legacypress at gmail.com to um, order a book. And you can also contact Molly and Grania's um, maker, Gail Nodestein, directly via email to pick up a copy. She has a Facebook page and there's a Facebook group about the series of books. Um, I bet you could order through there as well. And yeah, um, if you look in the links on this blog, you will find all of the different links to where to find um, more about the author and more about the series. And there are four books to the series. Two of them have already been written and published. One of them is about to be released. And the fourth one um, you can pre-order, but it's, it's not quite close to being finished yet. All right, so moving right into chapter five. The next morning, I woke up with my arms around Grania. I had slept well. I think she had too. She never woke me up to go out once. I was, it was so great to wake up with my puppy. I had wa- waited so long for this. She made me happy. Today was day one of taking care of my very own dog. I jumped out of bed, put on my slippers and called her. Come on, Grania, it's time to go outside. Hurrying down the hall, I grabbed her leash from the hook by the kitchen door and snapped it into her collar. It was a good thing that it was summer. I didn't have to worry about a coat, so I could take her right out. After today, I was going to plan this a little better. Maybe I would put clothes out to throw on quickly so I could take her out as soon as I wake up, but not have to go out in my PJs. Outside, she quickly did her business. I walked her around the property a little to get her used to the ends of her range. She needed to learn where her home was and where it ended. We lived on three fenced acres, equipped for horses. There was a barn with horse trails, horse stalls, but we had never gotten around to getting a horse. I wanted a dog much more than I wanted a horse. She can't fall asleep cuddling up to a horse in your bed. Grania sniffed along the fence. It was as if she was memorizing where our land ended so that she would know just how far she could go. Good girl. We had been walking around for about 15 minutes, so I figured it was safe to go back inside. I didn't think that she had to go potty anymore. Besides, I didn't enjoy walking around outside in my pajamas. Come on, girl, I'm starving, and I'll bet that you are too. You haven't eaten anything since yesterday. 
before you left San Antonio. I turned towards the house and gently tugged the leash. Grania made me proud. She walked on the leash like she had been obediently trained. I could see how much she wanted to please me. It must have made her sad to be in the fifth home she'd lived in since birth. She was trying so hard to do what I asked of her. But it was time to see if she would eat. In the kitchen, I took her bowl from the night before and added her vitamins and some raw tripe. Ew, it smells like a septic tank. Those bright ideas. Whose bright idea was it to feed tripe to dogs? I knew it was good for her, but I didn't know it's, it, if we'd survived the stink. Though Mrs. Williams had said to not add anything to her food, I was going to be adding vitamins and tripe to her meals from now on. I was st- starting like I was going to continue. Grania didn't think that it stank. She standed with her tail wagging a mile a minute. There was a gigantic smile on her face. Grania, you'd better eat this. My mother's going to be a little unhappy to have her kitchen stunk up with food if you don't eat. I laughed. I asked her to sit and wait, and then gave her the bowl of food. She attacked the bowl like she hadn't eaten in a week, rather than in a day. It figured, of course she would eat the stinky food. While she was eating her breakfast, I put up the gate to the kitchen and went to get dressed. By the time I returned to the kitchen, dressed in jeans and a cotton shirt, Grania was licking the empty bowl. It was great timing. Looking at her smiling face with those beautiful, bright, shining eyes made me glad again that I had taken her inside instead of one of the young pup- younger puppies. I feel, f- fell deeper and deeper in love with this girl every time I looked at her. Since I had to make sure that she stayed quiet and didn't run around for an hour after eating, I plopped on the floor to watch cartoons and called her to me. Mrs. Williams had brought us a bag of grooming tools to use for Grania. I decided to brush her to keep her quiet while we watched television. Grania came over and sat about ten feet from me, eyeing the brush warily. Come on, girl, I won't hurt you, I promise. I held out the brush to let her sniff it. And when she did, I gave her one of the liver treats I had stashed in my pocket. I held out the brush again, and when she sniffed it, I gave her another treat. After three or four tries, she came over and sniffed my pocket. She was a smart one. Why sniff the brush when she could go straight to the source and get treats from my pocket? While she was rooting around trying to get the treats from my jeans pocket, I gently brushed her. She looked at me and then at the brush. I could see that the thoughts going through her head as she decided whether to let me keep brushing her. I gave her another treat, then went back to brushing her. Five minutes in, she lay down next to me and rolled over on her back so that I could brush her tummy. After a while, I guess Grania had enough tummy brushing and rubbing because she got up and left the family room. I followed her down the hallway. She went into my bedroom and got into her crate, circled around about ten times and lay down. I thought that she probably needed some alone time, leaving her foster home at the Breeders and then coming here to live with us was a lot of stress on her. She would need to have a lot of time to get used to being in a new home. I was okay with giving her quiet time. I was going to have the rest of her life with her. We could take it slow. I went back out to watch more television. After another half hour of cartoons, I got bored. So I went into my room to lie down on my bed and read for a while. I got my book and climbed into bed, and as I pulled the covers up, I glanced at the bookcase across above my head. 
that was where my entire collection of stuffed unicorns lived i noticed something startling my entire collection was gone the top shelf where i had moved them to be safe from grania was totally empty i looked over at grania she was sound asleep in her crate in the same position i had left her in earlier i looked under the bed i looked in my closet i looked behind the bookcase even though they couldn't possibly be there puzzled i wondered where they could have gone once again i looked over at grania snoring soundly inside her crate she couldn't have taken them she'd been sleeping but if she didn't take them then who did they were on the top shelf the day before i checked to make sure that they weren't any that there weren't any i thought that she could get reach that shelf was pretty high i had to get a step ladder to put the stuffies up there i went and checked grania's toy box they weren't in there either i satisfied myself that grania couldn't have taken them it was time to play detective and that is the end of chapter five i wonder what happened to the unicorns i still think grania has them somehow that naughty puppy dogs do things like that when i had my tibetan mastiff he was so tall that he could just put his chin on the kitchen counter and eat the butter right off the butter dish i had to learn not to leave things on the kitchen counter because he could get them even without even trying to stand up he was so big my goodness i've seen pictures of big dogs getting things off the tops of the refrigerator so some dogs are very tall when they stand up on their hind legs you just never know i bet grania got him we'll find out tomorrow i guess huh you'll have to come back and and listen to this chapter six how exciting all right well that is it for story time you again you can find this book on amazon just look up gail nodestein and you will find all four of the books of this series or molly and grania who is another way of looking it up or the seven foot long dog i think that any way of those three ways you should be able to pop up this series and find your book um, i do suggest that you buy a copy and read along with the podcast if you are enjoying tea fairy storytime podcast you can go to uh, anchor.fm and you can leave me a voice message you can also become a supporter of the podcast there there are options of both um, you can also find out all the different places that anchor.fm shares the podcast with so like spotify and google podcast and apple podcast and pocket cast and breaker and i think the last one is called radio public and some of those are are names that i've heard of before and others are kind of new to me um if you like having stories read to you and you like picture books you can find me on tea fairy and friends storytime and adventures on youtube channels also on facebook page and facebook group all by the same name tea fairy and friends storytimes and adventures and you will find stories and more on most of those locations um Again, if you'd like to become a sponsor of any of my storytelling activities, or if you just want to shoot me an email, or if you're an author that would like to have your book read 
on any and all of these um, groups, you can email me at tfairystorytime at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E at gmail.com. And I am truly enjoying Molly and Grania, the seven foot long dog by Gail Nodestein. I hope that you are too. I hope that you'll join back in with me tomorrow to read chapter six. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Go out and enjoy the sunshine and we'll get together tomorrow to read. Bye.